Be sure to tune into Immigration with Tamina Watson this and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Immigration attorney Tamina Watson founded Watson Immigration Law here in Seattle and is a frequent speaker, author, and blogger who has appeared in Forbes, CNN, The Seattle Times, and much, much more. On her new radio show, Tamina will take all your questions live on air. Plus, she will discuss and provide insight into the latest immigration news and issues, as well as talk with notable personalities who have impacted U.S. immigration laws or are notable immigrants themselves. Check out her new show, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Immigration, with Tamina Watson on Desi 1250 a.m., radio that listens to you. Good morning, Seattle. This is Tamina Watson on Desi 1250 a.m., Uh, This show is Immigration with Tamina, and for the next half an hour, we'll be talking about immigration only. If you are listening to this show for the first time, the show is all about immigration law updates, immigration news, but also um, we try to inspire and inform you with stories. Um, There are interviews with two types of people, notable immigrants. That is an immigrant who is making a difference in the community, in society, in the nation, um, but also uh, notable people making an impact on immigrant lives. And today we have a wonderful, wonderful guest um, lined up to speak with you. And before we get to the guest, um, I'll talk a little bit more about what is in the news at the moment. Um, If you have any questions, you're very, very welcome to call in. The number for the station, uh, the studio is 844. 301-1250-844-301-1250. If you have any questions, any comments, if you want to say hi to our guest, you're very welcome to give us a call. And if you want to email us, the in, email address is info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. That's info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. Um, so uh, b- before we go to our guest, and it's going to be a, a riveting conversation, I can assure you, I want to update you on one thing. Um, immigration raids are imminent. They were announced last week, and Immigration and Customs Enforcement will be carrying on immigration raids, meaning that they will be looking for undocumented immigrants uh, for deportation. So if you have family, friends, um, anybody who may be affected, make sure that this information is passed on. Um, what's interesting is the USCIS, the Department of Homeland Security, has even a hotline for giving tips to them about um, undocumented immigrants, which is rather, rather interesting. But um, in, in the state of, um, in the city of Philadelphia, they actually have a hotline to help immigrants. So if you have family or, or friends in Philadelphia, um, Google Google Philadelphia Im- immigrant um, raids, call, um, call line and you may find the number that you can pass on. So without uh, wasting any further time, I l- would love to talk to our new guest today. Today's guest is a notable immigrant who is really making a huge impact on immigrant lives on immigration law. Her name is Rashi Bhatnagar. Rashi has been residing in the United States for the past six years on an H-4 visa herself. After listening to numerous H-4 visa experiences from people, she, ca- she came up with an idea to connect with others in similar situations. She initially Initiated a Facebook group called H4 a v- a Visa A Curse in 2011 
with an initial number of members of 20. The group grew and grew and it came close to 5,000 members and it's been growing to date. Every member in this group has his or her unique story and unfortunately some of those stories include severe domestic violence issues, mental and physical health problems, aging out dependent children, work permit related frauds, difficulty in finding an H-1B sponsor and much more. H4 Visa A Curse is a a website now and it has uh, made a huge impact on some of the things that we will be talking about but particularly uh, for people who are on H4s, people have had work permits, uh, uh, at least a small portion of them, and partially thank to, thanks to Rashi. So it really is a huge honor for Rashi to be on our show today. If you are a listener who has benefited from having an EAD on an H4 visa, you, this is your opportunity to say thank you to Rashi. Uh, she really has gone out of her way, and her story is intriguing. So with further ado, I would welcome Rashi on the show. Rashi, are you there? Yeah, Tamina, how are you? Hi, Rashi, I'm well. Thank you so much for being here. Such an honor to speak with you. Yeah, thanks a lot for making me a part of this uh, of your wonderful show. Thank, uh, thanks a lot, Tamina, for oh. being a voice for the community. Thank you. Well, I, I'm gra- mm-hmm. I, it's a privilege, and I'm grateful that you are here. You know, I mm-hmm. want to give people mm-hmm. a little bit of a backdrop to the advocacy that you had started. So, if somebody is an, unfamiliar with this this situation, H four visa advocacy had started years ago, many years ago. There were organizations, individuals, groups, all advocating for this one issue. But when Rashi had started her advocacy with her website, her blog, the movement took momentum. And that movement eventually led to the work permits actually being issued. So, um, Rashi, you really have made an incredible, incredible um, impact on people's lives. Um, But before I talk about how Mm -hmm. you became an advocate, why don't you tell our listeners Mm -hmm. what you did before you came to the U.S.? Yeah, I I was a journalist in India. I used to work uh, work with the English magazine pub- publication house in in Delhi. So I was I worked with them for three uh, three and a half years. Then I got married and I came came here. I I have a, a degree in journalism. Wow! From University of Delhi. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So when you came to the U.S., you before you came here, you're a busy journalist, and you came to the U.S. and now you're an H four. Yes. And then what? Exactly. Uh, then what you know? As for like full day, I used to be at home though. Uh, I I know how to drive. I used to go go to the gym like as you usual. But then I studied. Then I thought of uh, uh, researching more about uh, different kinds of visas and and ad- advocacy pla- uh, platforms in the U.S. Because I used to watch a lot of news. Like I used to sit at home and used to watch a lot of news, and then I browsed. A lot of web, web websites, and I read about how bills and rules, and what are executive powers, and what what is a uh, like. And Obama administration has been uh, has been vocal uh, for connecting with pe- people. So we, uh, I also came came about their petition web, uh, website as well. Mm-hmm. Then I then I was thinking, let's let's start a little group because at that time there there were no Facebook pages. There used to be just groups. Mm. So I started a Facebook group just with only people and slowly, slowly I saw it increased a lot. It was like more than 6,000 people. Then I converted into a page. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Then I used to get in- inquiries from all around the world about about the new rule, about the petition, what White House has replied. Because in 2011, we signed a petition on White House's web- website. Can you clarify? Can you clarify for listeners what the petition was about? Yeah, the petition was about uh, to give uh, equal work rights to X4 visa holders in the U.S. Mm, And at that time, luckily, the threshold was just 5,000 signatures. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now they have increased it to 100,000 within a month. Otherwise, that petition not automatically gets deleted from their website. And luckily, we got more than 6,000 signatures on the petition Mm. in 2011. Wow. So, So we waited. So we waited for the reply, mm-hmm. and then after six months, we received the re- reply, but then it took too much time mm-hmm. uh, to implement this rule because immigration, uh, that, Im- that immigration was reform, immigration reform bill was, uh, was, was on the floor. I see. There, there was, because there were some things, uh, some, in, uh, some, uh, uh, provisions for X4 visa holders as well. But luckily, this co- this rule got approved into 2014. So that, that has been the judge. So let, let me ask you this. I, let me ask you a few questions mm-hmm. in this. So you said you had a reply from the White House. What did they say? They say that they are working. Oh, wow. They, okay. they know about this. Yeah. They may about, know about this situation and they are uh, working for it. And they t- took name of some compre- comprehensive in immigration document which which they were pre- pre- preparing at that time wonderful so what you mentioned is because there was a bill uh, on the floor in the senate and that's the comprehensive immigration reform bill that actually did say exactly. that h4 visa holders could have work permits for that reason the white house was sort of took a step back because they wanted to see, see what was happening with the law is that right oh exactly actually due to that been only this rule rule got bit bit delayed right right so then in 2014 you mentioned that it came about so that was a november 2014 executive action november. is that right exactly and then yeah and into uh, to, uh, 2013 they they also opened comments because it uh, it it has directly come from the president's office um, under his executive uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, ex- executive power, so it doesn't have to go via Senate or con- con- Congress, but we need, we need to have public comments, which mm-hmm. were open for a month. Right. So when the executive action was announced, um, you know, we all know that not every H-4 visa holder, unfortunately, was entitled to an EAD, the Employment Authorization document. And they narrowed it down to people who have an I-140 pending or approved or a green card application pending, meaning the perm. Right. Yes, yes. So that Mm -hmm. means that, you know, at the time, about 100,000 H-4 visa holders were entitled, but there are many, many other hundred thousands of people who are not entitled. What did you think about the rule when it came out? Were you disappointed? You know, yeah, I was very disappointed because the first script which we read, official script we we read about the rule was 140 and six, six years. Mm. That that was not at all the game because when we signed the petition, it was for everyone, and we advocated uh, this uh, rule rule for everyone. Like you no know, one should sit on an H four visa for a single day. Mm. Right. But then we then we got very depressed, and then the, uh, we wrote to USCIS, and we 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 and then we tweeted, and there 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 were some 
like gen- general comments up, up, appeared in appeared mm-hmm. un- un- under department of homeland Sec- security and then we all com- commented so mm-hmm. again they released uh, an another official document mm-hmm. document and all these links are on my blog and in that they amended the rule and it was i140 or 6 years right 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 so yeah. you, you you i mean you tried um to argue and advocate for, for everyone but unfortunately only a small group of people were able to benefit from it what exactly. about you did you benefit from this rule at all actually for for proper people like me i came in 2009 mm-hmm. and this rule came in 2014 right now i have a little one at home mm-hmm. so i didn't apply for for any ad right uh, and yeah so it has not helped uh, like people like me who already have, have so so much gap and now we have mm-hmm. responsibilities but def- definitely it, it it has opened the window for for me as well mm-hmm. it it is it is a good move just my thought thing thought is that they would have passed it bit early so mm-hmm. it it would it it would have been beneficial for a lot of people right but it's fine right. well yeah. you know you worked so hard so let me ask you this you know listeners who are out there might be thinking well you know rashi uh, knows what to do and therefore she was an advocate what can i do and the the reality <laughs> is that you pro- probably have never been an advocate until this issue came about So tell us how mm-hmm. your your knowledge your experience your advocacy grew from the start of that Facebook page I mean group Yeah yeah I totally I will totally credit this uh, this ad- advocacy to social media mm-hmm. and a lot of people who who have con- con- contributed maybe it i i just had the plate uh, platform that's it but uh, but i really don't know how we all came to, together and we uh, posted comments and we we also t- tweeted and uh, and we also made a lot of phone phone calls and emails to the director you know so it's interesting you it, mentioned it, it that you met you it's yeah, very interesting it, you mentioned that uh, i'm sorry to interrupt but i was on a call no with with the USCIS mm-hmm. when they were having a stakeholder meeting and leon rodriguez yes, yes. who was the USCIS director current director he mm-hmm. had just come into office mm-hmm. at the time of when your leadership and yeah, your advocacy yeah. was taking momentum and he had mentioned on that call saying you know he was new at the job <laughs> but every 15 minutes mm-hmm. he was either getting oh, an yes. email or a call <laughs> I mean that was amazing to hear from him mm-hmm. and every when he mm-hmm. mentioned that all I thought was wow Rashi has done an amazing job of moving people oh. how did you do that you know full day I I used to be uh, like uh, be on the page and I used to receive so many mes- messages I used to re- re- reply them back and ask them to join this uh, uh, this uh, this advocacy group mm. and 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 follow all the activities so daily we, we so so daily we we used to have different action, actions and 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 though a lot of time has uh, have been wasted uh, to ad, ad, advocate for that in, immigration reform bill mm-hmm. because there were provisions for uh, h4 visa holders in that bill so so we thought it will pass and we and, and we also uh, we also have written to senators and con- congressmen but then we thought it it will not move mm. so then our action plan changed and then we uh, we, we got a lot of doc- documents from uh, USCIS re- regarding this H4EAD rule mm. 
so we started con- concentrating upon that so let me ask you and this closed. for clarification mm-hmm. so you mentioned that mm-hmm. the the provisions in the bill um you, you mm-hmm. and you had a group working on that what exactly were you doing mm-hmm. you mentioned senators and congressmen so were you trying to help with the the rule making process in in that particular bill actually we uh, we read uh, like if you go on my blog i have links from uh, uh, from both both the rule and the law mm-hmm. and in 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 that they have mentioned when when this uh, comprehensive reform immigration reform bill bill was on the floor they had some provisions for h4 visa holders as well mm-hmm. so i used to post on on the group that it is good to contact like how you can contact your local sen- senator and you can mention your uh, situation and they can vote for uh, this H4 visa holder provision. Wow. But then but, but then we came to know through news and everywhere that it will never pass mm. in the Congress. Right. So for a in long time, your, your focus was mm-hmm. moving your group members into contacting their lawmakers, their senators, their congressmen. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we got a call. Uh, Uh, reply from white house via, via that petition that they are work, working mm-hmm. on this rule mm-hmm. but immediately com- comprehensive reform uh, mm-hmm. bill came came on the floor i think in 2012 yes yes yeah yeah that's so that's, that's amazing been, that's that, amazing so that, then you had to change your focus yeah. very quickly when you realized this bill is exactly. going nowhere okay so yes 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 so when you change your focus are you saying that you you mm-hmm. move those same people to contact USCIS and that comment that the d- director yes. made you made them call their call exactly. him wow exactly exactly and then uh, this uh, the, the USCIS di- director also like you 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 told everyone mm-hmm. he he was new in the office so he mm-hmm. was not much aware about our mm-hmm. situation mhm Right. So we uh, then we found his email through some way, and then there was USCIS. Uh, uh, like uh, there, there uh, I I have few people in the group. They uh, they are residing in DC, so they made a group and they also went to meet these o- OMB guys mm. who who helped making this role. So I was expecting at the time, so I didn't go. Mm. But like I. Uh, made a document for them like all uh, stories from the media a lot of stories on my group also like if you go on my blog you can any h4 visa holder uh, holder can put uh, his or her story on the page wow so you know i just want to make people realize that while you were doing all this advocacy you were pregnant and you were taking on a lot of work under these circumstances Oh, it's okay. <laughs> wow. I mean, thank you so much. You so how how did you how did you get your drive, your motivation? How did you become this leader? You know, this this is a big deal. You're a leader, leading so many people, directing oh, them. How did you do that? Did somebody teach you? Yeah. No, no, no. Please uh, and, and and thanks for the kind uh, kind words. Actually, I have just utilized my time. Mm-hmm. Many times, like now, this work permit has come, so I, I can hear from people like who are getting jobs, and they are telling me, though you have done this ad- advocacy, but it is of no use for you. Now you have a like child at home, and you didn't go to school here. But now I think it is okay. Mm-hmm. Though this rule has come, and it has not helped me too too much, but I'm so happy for others that 
now they know what what they can do and i'm so happy and it is all these people on h4 visa their stories their messages and their support which 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 has motivated me because when i started this group see see seriously tamina i never thought that this rule will ever come and all there'll be such uh such thing will ever happen mm. i just started this group to connect with other people other like <laughs> like minded people mm-hmm. <laughs> <I'm> hi <sorry>. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you this there are many people out there listening who are frustrated mm-hmm. with the immigration system who are in the backlog who are waiting for immigration reform what would I you agree. say to them can they do what you've done Oh, oh of course why 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 not it is like, first uh, first of all a lot of people from our legal com- community get scared of writing to uscis or or even tweeting or emailing it is good to connect with with with, with them and let them know their pro- problems mm-hmm. so Because when you say legal community you mean legal immigrants yes okay and, and how would they contact them how would they contact them See, right now when i came into uh, to uh, 2009 facebook was was okay at that time and there was very le- uh, less awareness about twitter mm-hmm. but right now they all these officials are on twitter so right. you can tweet them and 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 you can see one or two tweets will not make a make a dif- difference because see these these officials are are also working hard and they have so many issues mm-hmm. so it is good to make a group and social media is the best platform platform you really don't don't have to uh, spend that much money just join a group and make make people aware and you know first of all first of all you should have good good intentions mm. because many times i i receive mails like right now you are not doing anything it is good to uh, start a business you can con- convert this space paid as a business i said no my intentions were to uh, to Uh, help h4 visa hold holders hold so if you have good intentions if you have positive intentions uh, it will uh, good good things will happen for sure wow so i love it good, good intentions mm-hmm. will have make good things happen for sure that's amazing yes. so you know we have very little time left if there are mm-hmm. people out there who want to do what mm-hmm. you have done first of all they must mm-hmm. have good intention what else must they do oh. of course and a drive Mm-hmm. Uh, drive to gather people and uh, like a lot of in- innovative ways like how you can make a group and and first of all, first of all you uh, you 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 have to be very polite it is not about uh, like abusing them if you go on my, on my advocacy page or on my facebook page uh, page even on my blog see the name is h4 visa occurs but i have never like abused anyone in the system system neither i have told anyone i just uh, i i just put uh, stress on how we can contribute in the us economy mm. yes yes so it is good to yeah rather than abusing because see these uh, these are government officials and these are just working as as per the system Mhm. Right, so right. You really have to explain your situation to uh, to them. Okay. Well, Rashi, we have very little time. We've got a minute left. I'm going to summarize what mm-hmm. you said. If people want to be okay. like you, they have to be good at, have good intentions. They must have drive to mm-hmm. gather people. There are innovative ways mm-hmm. to co- co- connect with people. Tweet okay. officials. There are many exactly. officials on Twitter, on Facebook. Contact them, oh, yes. but not mm-hmm. just one or two twi- tweets. You've got to do it as a group, use m- social media mm-hmm. to do that. But definitely do not be mm-hmm. 
abusive to them because that's not the way you should communicate. And these are official government officials. So you're saying use, uh, be polite to them, be you be good advocates, and if you have good good intentions, you will make good things happen. Is that right? Have I summarized it well? It's exactly, Tamina, and 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 one should have a powerful story. Powerful story. It, it is not. It, yeah, it is not all about domestic abuse. All H H one B holders are not wise. Beaters for sure. But there's a uh, huge domestic violence pro- problem. But there are so so many different stories. Where, Right. Rashi, I'm so sorry to cut you off. We have about 40 seconds left. But Rashi, thank you so much. I would love to have you back on the show. I know the listeners are grateful to you. Um, All advocates, even lawyers, uh, know of you, are grateful to all that you've done. Thank Thank you you for having good intentions. Thank you for working so hard. And I hope you continue to make a difference. Bye-bye for now. Take care. Listeners, that was Rashi Bhatnagar. It was a wonderful honor to have her on on our show. If you do not know about her, go to the website H4 Visa A Curse. It's a wonderful website. It's very resourceful. She has given us an immense amount of information on how to make a difference. Thank you so much for joining us today. Next week, we'll be here again, 10 o'clock Tuesday. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. You're listening to KKDZ, Seattle, Tacoma, where Seattle, Tacoma, Daisies connect. Daisy 1250 AM, radio that listens to you.